I have the only recorded attempt at genocide on the British mainland. Well, I tried it once. I've got a thing <laughs> that went to another world. It's the 13th of November, good lord, and welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we work out by means of arguing and cheap swipes and personal attacks. Although we haven't done much of that yet. There's still plenty of time for us to no, descend. Let's get let's get into it today. Yeah, this could be the one. We should really be quite aggressive. Yeah. And decide what the most important thing that happened on this day in history was was. I'm Nat Tapley, he's Jake Yap, and between us we've selected two of the most important things to ever happen in history on this day, and we're going to make them fight for our love. Like our mothers do. Yeah, they do. Uh, and after each round, we'll decide between ourselves which fact is the most interesting. And after that, we'll just turn into a proper storm. And we'll sort it out in the car park. Yeah. Round one! Is it your turn to go first, first? I think, uh, I yes, why don't, I, why don't I go first? Because mine's the least cheery of all of them, so I may as well oh, get yeah. mine over and done with. Oh, i got to bring the room back, have I? I get it. Yes. What I'm going to do is I'm going to settle a real pall over the audience so they're feeling quite miserable about the rest <laughs> of their day. And then you can say, also cakes! Uh, okay. So, I'm going to take you back to the year 1002. And on the 13th of November, 1002, we had the St. Bryce's Day Massacre, when <laughs> Ethelred the Unready said, kill all Danish people living in England. And we did. And that was the first and only recorded attempt at genocide on British soil. Wow. That's yeah. horrific. It's awful, isn't it? Uh, the... We know most about it because when they were rebuilding St. Frideswide's church a couple of years later, he it had to be established by Ethelred the Unready, and he wrote down a, a thing saying, uh, oh, this church burnt down because of that thing a couple of years ago where I said kill all the Danes, and they went and hid in a church, so we had to burn the church to the ground too. Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah. Oh, he said he, I always he, sort of thought of Ethelred the Unready as being sort of just a bit of a funny, no, nutty novelty. No, that's a mistranslation. He's not unready at all. There was just... He's well ready. He's smashing a beer can open on his forehead. <laughs> it meant badly advised. It was essentially just a joke. We're going, Ethelred, unread more like. <laughs> and that was about as funny as things were in the 11th century. I was going to say, it does teach you that you need to be really careful with how you name your children. Yes. If it rhymes with anything terrible, then you've consigned them to a life of being a genocidal maniac. <laughs> he described the Vikings as being like cockles among wheat, and I do not know what that could possibly mean. <laughs> have you ever had cockles and wheat? Uh, cockles and wheat. We have it every Friday. <laughs> Was that a big problem? People ho uh, people getting fields of wheat and going, oh, the problem with this wheat is all the cockles I'm finding. Yeah, yeah. You can't eat that wheat. It's got cockles in it. Sounds like a really bad excuse, doesn't it? Yeah. Where's the wheat? Oh, I, 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 I cockles in yeah. it. Yeah, we need to get rid of these Danes. They're like, you know, all that wheaty cockles. Yeah, <laughs> cockley wheat. I think it was a very unsuccessful post-war cereal, wasn't it? <laughs> cockley wheat. Cockley wheat. <laughs> Eat your cockley wheats. Oh, mum. Cockley wheat for strength. Okay, genocide then. Genocide too. What did you pick? Okay. Also, cakes. Yay! <laughs> oh, that's better. I've got good news. 1956 in the USA. Hooray! Yeah. Se segregated buses ended. Oh. Yeah, that's good. The... Okay, I thought you were going somewhere yeah, yeah, else yeah. with <laughs> segregated no, 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 buses. No, no. We're increased! There were more segregated buses! No, but they <laughs> ended. That's much better. Yeah, no, it was good. Uh, the US Supreme Court ruled that uh, state and local laws requiring segregated buses were illegal. Um, mm. Following, of course, Rosa Parks, who the year before 
had uh, not relinquished her seat in the, quote, coloured section, unquote, uh, to a white passenger. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was basically, I think, apparently there had been incidents before, but it was Rosa Parks, it was the fact that she was like, yeah, bring it, I don't mind, let's take this to court. <laughs> and uh, it was because of that. Other people had sort of tried to take that stand, but it was only the fact that she was like, yeah, I'll do it, we, we can go to court and do this. Other people have wanted to push the case before, but she was the first one to say, yeah, let's have it. And so she sued so. the bus company, was it? That was the Supreme Court ruling on that? Uh, this was... Uh, no. Th- so her case uh, mm. it got bogged down in the, the state, state courts. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was in November 1956 that it became a federal lawsuit. And on the 13th of November, one imagines. Well, Exactly. And do you know? Do you know how? Do you know when Rosa Parks died? Because I always think of her as this very ancient historical figure. Is it two thousand and seventeen? Two thousand five. Okay. But I kind of I didn't imagine her making it into the century, and I was kind of thrilled by that. Yes, that's exciting. Um, Thirteenth of November. I think you've got to win that. that. Genocide is no, no. You got yours is better news than mine. Mine is just the killing of all the Danes who lived in the country. Okay, cool. Eleven to five. Eleven to five. That's pretty good. I, I'm worried about my title now. It's going to be stripped from me by your continuing use of good facts. It's still going to take me a minimum of three days to get ahead of you. So somewhere <laughs> like Let's have the birthdays. <laughs> The birthdays. Uh, Today's birthdays are happy birthday to St. Augustine of Hippo, who in 385 broke off his affair with a lover who had borne him a son in order that he could marry an heiress. The heiress was, at the time, ten years old, so he had to wait two years to marry her, by which time he'd chosen the life of a celibate priest, which, in retrospect, seems wise. It was, yeah, that was a close call. I thought you were going to say, in order to marry a a hippo. I assumed that was how he got his name. (laughs) Yes, it's in August. It was because of his wife. Don't mention the hippo. What have we done for snacks? Just wheatgrass. I know what my nickname, and I am not happy. Also, happy birthday to Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, many people think that Whoopi Goldberg invented the Whoopi cushion, but she didn't. She, of course, invented the Goldberg variations. And happy birthday to Joaquim Manuel Sampaio da Silva, a footballer who represented Portugal in the 2006 World Cup, who is known to the world as Quim. Actually, I assume because he's Portuguese, it's Kim, but uh, it's written Quim. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I don't follow football. No, I, so I don't, add I, so to I don't that. know what you any of that's about. You can't embellish the Quim. You, no, don't do that. <laughs> uh, and happy death day to King Falk of Jerusalem, who, when he was killed in battle, according to the chronicles, his brains gushed forth from his ears and his nostrils. After which he survived three days, which is fairly impressive, <laughs> for having had your brains gush forth from your ears and your nostrils. That's amazing. Yeah. Is it, are they sure it wasn't just wax and snot? Yeah, it may just have been a big bogey. He may just have sneezed, then had his head bashed in, and someone went, that's brains. How do you know? Are you a doctor? No, it's the 11th century. There are no doctors. Yeah, it's brains. He died of congestion. Just shove it back in. He'll be fine. <laughs> Also happy death day to Karen Silkwood, the chemical technician and whistleblower uh, about safety at nuclear plants who found plutonium contamination at her home. While she was driving to a meeting with a journalist to sue the facility, she was killed in unclear circumstances and all the documents went missing. Uh, And the police explained the damage to the rear of her vehicle as, we don't know. 
and they currently lost 20 to 30 kilograms of plutonium at the same factory. That's Karen Silkwood. Happy birthday. Oh, and also happy birthday to Princess Victoria of Prussia, a granddaughter of Queen Victoria, a sister of Kaiser Bill. She married Prince Adolf of Schaumburg Lippe first, but then in 1927 married Alexander Zuboff, a Hungarian dancer 35 years her junior, who promptly spent all her money. Wow. Yes, yeah, she was uh, the black sheep of the Queen Victoria. No, there were loads. Queen Victoria's grandchildren. She had lots of terrible grandchildren. Not that Princess Victoria was terrible for marrying Alexandra Zuboff, but uh, she was just a disappointment to the rest of the. Queen Victoria's grandchildren. <laughs> that was one of the fruitiest birthdays and death days yes. I think you've ever done. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. It's to make up for the fact that my entry for the next round is quite poor. Oh, excellent. So I've got uh, Mariner 9, uh, which uh, launched on May the 30th, 1971. Ooh, what is Mariner 9? Is it a space thing? It's a space thing. And... Uh, on this day in 1971, it became the first spacecraft to orbit another planet, Ooh. swinging into its planned trajectory around Mars mm. without a hitch. And they were surprised when they got there. Uh, the scientists were surprised to find that the atmosphere of Mars was thick with a planet-wide robe of dust, <laughs> the largest storm ever observed. Well, it must have, you know, didn't know you were coming. I would have dusted <laughs> if we can't just show up. No. Yeah, but it meant that they, they had to stop all of the imaging of the surface. <laughs> Just for modesty reasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are awful, get away. Uh, which meant that they didn't start the imaging until mid-January 1972. Yeah. And it led to the discovery of the Tharsis bulge, <laughs> which I know you're familiar with. I'm very with. familiar with the Tharsis bulge. Uh, but I, I, our listeners um, may not be. Would you like to take a few moments to relay the important facts about the Tharsis bulge? It's where all the biggest volcanoes, uh, I think, in the solar system, um, yes, are what? located. The- so it was responsible for spotting Olympus Mons, which is the biggest volcano in the solar system. <laughs> We've got right. bulges and Mons in the same place. Yeah, this, right. something's happened that's very odd with this podcast. <laughs> Go on, then, what you got? It's good, though. I've got... World Kindness Day. On the 13th of November, every year, it's World Kindness Day. It was founded in 1988 by the World Kindness Movement, and events include the big hug, handing out kindness cards, and a global flash mob. It sounds awful. <laughs> it sounds like, honestly, the worst day of all time. Um, there's nothing more to say about it, really. It's uh, There is a social entrepreneur who uh, funds it in Great Britain, and it just sounds dreadful uh, uh, like the worst kind of well-meaning useless nonsense it sounds like a cult you know what i mean yes <laughs> uh, don't celebrate world kindness day just be kind in your lives don't yeah need some sort of occasion to do it that's good for potentially attracting libel i'm gonna take the point for that one <laughs> yeah, <you have laughs> i that think point. i'm gonna have that it's 11 6 11 6 well, it's all turning around now isn't it literally Amazing. by friday you could have taking this yeah let's see if my lucky streak continues shall we uh tomorrow uh here on date fight tomorrow have you subscribed yet have you made sure that's happened and also have you told you other must. people you because must that would really make yes. a big difference and then if you wrote a nice kind mm. review you know the people at apple oh that would be lovely they, they shift you up the squash ladder but i, I would read it out yes jake hasn't told him he's quite ill today and i would read it out to him on his sick bed if you wrote a nice review yeah i would sit by his side feeding him vegan soup yeah. and reading out lovely just, comments just to make the point that sick bed it's like a water bed but slightly warmer 
but it smells much worse. <laughs> and it's real. Anyway, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, see you tomorrow.